Welcome to the Uncle Eric Presents Crime Fiction Podcast, featuring classic radio shows, crime, murder mysteries, and suspense shows. We're so glad you tuned in for this current classic episode. But first, a few show comments and episode notes from Uncle Eric. Welcome back, folks, to another exciting episode from the Uncle Eric Presents Classic Radio Series. Today we present another great episode from the Mystery is My Hobby series. This thrilling episode is titled, Short Distance to Murder. In this episode, a very powerful political figure and also the frontrunner in a gubernatorial race dies suddenly, and it appears to be suicide, but was it really? This episode is brought to you by our friends at CritterCaper.com. At CritterCaper.com, you can watch hundreds of pet and animal videos that will truly warm your heart. There are great pet care and training videos as well. If you're an animal lover, CritterCaper.com is just for you. So please give CritterCaper.com a visit. It's addicting too. Also, don't forget to visit UncleEric.com to see and listen to all the radio program categories and episodes currently available. There are also hundreds of exciting detective and mystery television shows from back in the day to watch as well. They're a real hoot to watch. If you like this episode, please consider buying Uncle Eric a cup of coffee if you'd like, at the support link below. Thanks a million. Now, enjoy this great episode of Mystery is My Hobby titled, Short Distance to Murder. Mystery is My Hobby. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Barton Drake speaking. For tonight's drama, I selected case history number 66 from my book, Mystery is My Hobby. I call it Short Distance to Murder. (laughs) Inspector Denton and I had been requested to attend a political convention that was being held in a fashionable hotel not far from New York. More than 200 guests were present, and during the early evening, we were invited to enjoy a concert on the hotel grounds. That's a pretty interesting number, eh, Bart? That band is really doing itself proud. Interesting is hardly the word to describe Beethoven's Fifth Symphony, Inspector. Well, it's interesting for my dough. Uh, who is this fellow Beethoven, anyway? Uh, he was a composer, Inspector. A songwriter, eh? Hmm. I wonder who dreams up his titles. Uh, what did you say the name of this number was? The Fifth Symphony. Huh. He should have talked to the guy who wrote Cement Mixer Putty Putty if he wanted a title. Hey, what are you looking at? That group over there near the fountain. Yeah. The old gentleman seems to be in trouble. Yeah. Looks like he's sick. Say, isn't that Alfred Emerson? I believe it is, Inspector. Well, I guess it isn't anything serious. He's going into the hotel unassisted. It better not be anything serious. Emerson's going to be our next governor. Yes, you're probably right. Unless Cliff Goddard gets the nomination. Goddard hasn't got a chance. We'll see, we'll see. Well, for God's sakes, now what's the matter? Emerson's wife seems to be arguing with that dark-haired young man. Looks like Emerson's secretary, Kent Leslie. Yes, it does. Say... That Mrs. Emerson is a looker, isn't she? Well, she's much younger than her husband, Inspector. Mm. 
Since Leslie's going to the hotel, he seems to have won the argument. Probably Mrs. Emerson figured her husband wasn't feeling well or, uh, or something and, and wanted to go up and see if he was all right. And apparently Leslie persuaded her that he should go instead. Well, that makes sense. If both the Emersons left, the party would be a bust. Oh, I might as well get back to Beethoven. I guess nothing exciting is going to happen after all. Did you expect something exciting to happen, Inspector? i got to be on the lookout. That's what they're paying me for. Always the adventure at heart, eh, Inspector? Well... Now, will you please sit back and enjoy the music? Say, how long does this number last? The first movement should be over shortly, Inspector. First movement? Yes. Do you mean we got to sit here and... Look, Inspector. Huh? Someone to see you. Oh, hello, son. What's on your mind? What? Speak up. I don't think he wants anyone but you to hear, Inspector. With all this noise? Huh? What was that? Good gosh. Something wrong, Inspector? I'll say something's wrong. Alfred Emerson has just committed suicide. <laughs> Break it up. I beg your pardon. Come on. Let's through here. Come on, bud. I'm right behind you, Inspector. Crowds like that remind me of vultures. Sudden death never fails to attract a mob, Inspector. Well. Glad you're here, Inspector Danton. I'm Cora Emerson. Cora Emerson. I thought you were down listening to the concert. I was. You got up here rather quickly, didn't you, Mrs. Emerson? Quickly? I don't believe I understand. I was on my way up when... The shot was fired. Oh, I see. Well, that explains it. I hadn't noticed that you left the garden. Where's the body? I mean, uh, your uh, husband, Mrs. Emerson. In the bedroom. You'll just step in here, please. Say bye. Hmm? For a lady who's just lost her husband, I wouldn't say she was exactly heartbroken, would you? No, I wouldn't, Inspector. Inspector, I tell you, you're crazy. Oh, am I, Leslie? We'll see. Oh, well, here's Mrs. Emerson now with the police. Cora, this crazy loon says that I've... Gentlemen, this is my husband's secretary, Mr. Kent Leslie, and this is Mr. Ralph Dexter, Inspector Owen Danton and Martin Drake. Hi, oh, how are you, gentlemen? Well, gentlemen, you, you seem to have arrived just in time. Why so? He's going to tell you that I murdered Mr. Emerson, of all the crazy fools. <laughs> Calling me crazy is a poor defense, Leslie. All right, all right. Let's save that until later. Where's the body? Alfred is lying there on the bed, Inspector. On the bed? Oh, my gosh. Then some dumbhead moved him. I beg your pardon. Oh, I don't mean you, lady. He's too big for you to lift. Don't look at me, Inspector. I didn't move him. Neither did I. No, of course not. Now, look. Somebody... Inspector, suppose we take a look. Good idea. And nobody leaves this room until I say so. Understand? Look, Inspector. Come here. Yeah, what, Bart? By the position of the body, I'd say he could have fallen across the bed after he was shot, wouldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, maybe you're right at that. The bullet made a clean hole through his head. That means we should be able to locate it here in this room. What good will that do us? We haven't got the gun. The gun is on the floor at your feet, Inspector. On the... Well, well. <laughs> so it is. Imagine that. Uh, be careful, fingerprints, Inspector. I'll be careful. Nobody will touch the doggone gun until the fingerprint boys get here. What are you looking at, Bart? Powder burns, Inspector. There are definite traces on the right side of Emerson's head. A close-range shot, eh? Possibly. 
That means it could have been suicide. Unless it happens that Emerson was left-handed. Yeah, that's so. Now, Don't uh... waste your time, gentlemen. Alfred Emerson was right-handed. This guy seems to know all the answers, Bart, so, uh... How's about us asking a few questions just to keep the balance even, eh? I think that's a good suggestion, Inspector. Yeah. Well, have you gentlemen decided that uh, Emerson was murdered? Why do you insist that Alfred was murdered, Ralph? I'm positive it was suicide. And why are you so positive, Mrs. Emerson? Alfred was suffering from a heart ailment and had had an attack during the concert. He was morbidly afraid of being a helpless invalid. Look, lady, a man who is about to become elected governor doesn't go shoot himself just because he has heart trouble. Not for my dough, he doesn't. You wouldn't say that if you'd known Alfred Emerson, Inspector. He had a phobia against the lingering illness. Hmm. You've got to think of better ones than that if you want to get out of this, Leslie. Listen, Dexter, why don't you shut up? Why do you insist on being such a sorehead just because I talked Mr. Emerson out of that political job for your son-in-law? Watch your lip, you young pup. Ralph, you know that you're letting that incident prejudice your thinking. Prejudice my... <laughs> oh, all right, Cora, and why not? You know I dumped enough money into your husband's campaign to ask for a few favors. You should know that Alfred never sought votes by offering political favors. Oh, no? Uh, but, you know, there's one interesting thing about this deal. We don't have to ask questions to get the answers. The trouble is, Inspector, we're not getting the right kind of answers. Mm. I guess we better take over, eh? An excellent idea, Inspector. All right, now. Who discovered the body? I did. I was in my room at the end of the hall. I heard a shot. Came directly here and found young Lester standing over Al's body. That's a lie. I wasn't anywhere near the body. I was there by the door. Mm, you're going to have a sweet time proving that, son. Suppose you tell us your version of the story, Leslie. Sure, I'll tell you. I haven't anything to hide. Good. Mr. Emerson had a heart attack during the concert. He said he was going up to his room. Cora wanted to go with him, but we dissuaded him. After Mr. Emerson had gone, Cora was still worried, so I said I'd go up and... Dramerson! 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 What are you doing here? Something wrong, Leslie? Where'd you come from? Oh, just checked in. Heard the shot and came down to investigate. <laughs> got tired of waiting, eh, Leslie? What do you mean, I got tired of waiting? What are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about, son. Are you sure that you uh, wiped off your fingerprints? Wiped off my fingerprints? From the gun. That's always the first thing a murderer should think of, you know. Murder? Take that back or I'll... Uh-uh-uh. Attacking me is only going to make it look worse. Better be careful. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be careful. <laughs> What's the matter, Dexter? Did Cliff Goddard turn down your offer of money for that job for your son-in-law? As a matter of fact, I didn't ask him. I uh, didn't have to. No, no? No, I, I talked to your boss over long distance this morning. And he promised to take care of everything. It's a lie. I happen to know that... Who's there? Ken! Ken! Cora. Better keep her out of there. Cora, don't... Kent, is Alfred all right? Cora, go back into the other room. Don't come in here. No, let me. Is that Alfred on the bed? What's happened to him? 
Candy, he's been shot. That's right, Cora. Shot. And who do you think shot him? Shut up, Dexter. Why? I'll have to talk later. Why not now? Cora, your late husband, trusted secretary, seems to have uh, murderous instincts. Kent, you didn't. Of course I didn't. Mr. Emerson shot himself. I heard the shot and went in to investigate. Dexter found me there and immediately jumped to conclusion. <laughs> I'll say I did. Jumped and hit the bullseye. I don't believe that, Ralph. Not a word of it. Kent, I, I think you'd better get a bellboy and send for Inspector Danton. He's in the garden with Barton Drake. Well, that's the way it happened. None of us has touched anything before you two got in. Well, that's an interesting story. How about it, Dexter? Is that the way it happened? That's good enough. There wouldn't be any good in the kid lying. Of course I wouldn't lie. I've got nothing to hide. Mrs. Emerson, a few minutes ago, you said you were on your way up here when the shot was fired. That's right. I was on the stairs. According to Leslie's story, considerable time elapsed after the shot was fired before you arrived. You must have been down on the second floor. Well... I'm just wondering if you could have heard that shot from down there. I didn't say I heard it. I said I was on my way up here when the shot was fired. I just reasoned that the shot must have been fired at that time. I see. Leslie? Yes? Is this the door that you tried to open and found locked after you heard the shot? Yes. Only it wasn't locked, it was stuck. Mr. Emerson has been complaining about it ever since his arrival. Huh. Well, possibly you're right, but I don't think so. What do you mean, you don't think so? I'll explain in a minute. Inspector, I think you'd better send for the medical examiner and the fingerprint men. In the meantime, suppose we try and locate that bullet that passed through Emerson's head. Okay, first I'll phone the... You won't have to waste your time looking for the bullet, gentlemen. There's a hole in the closet door on the other side of the bed. By golly, Bart, he's right. Yes, I see he is, Inspector. I imagine you'll find your bullet uh, somewhere inside the closet. I'll take a look. You have sharp eyes, Dexter. <laughs> Thank you. It's easy to figure out what happened, isn't it? If Emerson were standing up, his head would be in a direct line with the hole in the closet door. Hmm. Does that mean he didn't commit suicide? Find it, Inspector? Yep, here it is. It was caught on the sleeve of a coat hanging in the closet. What caliber is it? Looks like a thirty-eight. Same as a gun. So... Well, we still don't know if Emerson shot himself. You would or... if you knew anything about wood, Inspector. Wood? Wood, Inspector. Uh, that closet door is made of white oak, which is a pretty hard wood. Well, what about it? What about it? Yeah. Why, that's a clean hole through the door panel. Quit talking in riddles. So, what if it is a clean hole? Well, if you know anything about wood, you'd know what I was talking about. What Dexter's trying to say, I think, Inspector, is that if the speed of the bullet were retarded by passing through Emerson's head, it wouldn't have had enough momentum to penetrate the heavy oak of the closet door. That's it, Drake. Therefore, Emerson couldn't have committed suicide. Let me get Could this straight. Uh, the bullet that killed Emerson didn't have enough speed to penetrate the closet door. All right. Now, there is a hole through the closet door. That means that two shots must have been fired. <laughs> you are catching on, Inspector. Two shots weren't fired. I was in the other room. I know. Sure you know, Leslie. Now, let's see you talk your way out of it. Dexter, I've got a Just half a mind. Just a moment, please. Dexter, you've been riding rather high, wide, and handsome in this case. Suppose you stop advancing theories and accusations and answer a few questions yourself. Not a bad idea. I should be very glad to accommodate you, gentlemen. Fine. You told us a few minutes ago that you heard a shot and came up here to investigate. How many shots did you hear? Two. Why didn't you say so before? Well, <laughs> nobody asked me. 
Oh, wise guy, eh? Excuse me, Inspector. Now then, if two shots were fired, what happened to the second bullet? That's your problem, son. You'll have to find it yourself. We'll try to, I assure you, Dexter. That door over there opens onto the hall, doesn't it, Mrs. Emerson? Yes, it does. And there's a door which opens into the hall from the sitting room, which means, of course, that Emerson's murderer could have escaped into the hall while Leslie was still wrestling with that stuck door. Say, hey, that's right. Oh, that's what I call grasping at straws. Is it, Dexter? What do you think, Mrs. Emerson? I... Well, I suppose by that you mean that I could have shot my husband. I mean that you had the time and the opportunity. So did Dexter. And certainly Leslie was in an excellent position to do so. Then you're quite sure that... that Alfred didn't commit suicide? I know he didn't, Mrs. Emerson. He was murdered. And I know who murdered him. <laughs> Probably headquarters, Inspector. You'd better answer. Yeah. Hello? Danton speaking. Yeah, hello, Charlie. What's the story? It was, eh? Emerson died as a result of a gunshot. Mark. His heart was okay. Well, I'm not surprised. Are you, Inspector? I ceased being surprised at the age of 12. Go ahead, Charlie. Is that a fact? Well, well, well. Okay, thanks. What do you know? No fingerprints on the gun. I didn't think there would be, did you, Inspector? No, I guess not. Would have made things too easy. Well, let's go in and arrest the gilly party. No, 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 wait a minute. Not so fast, Inspector. What's the matter? You said you knew who murdered Emerson. I do, Inspector, but as you know... Yeah, 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 I know. We've got to have the proof before you go accusing anyone. Right. Well, look, if we haven't got the proof now, how are we going to get it? I don't think it's going to be too difficult. You don't, eh? We haven't found that second bullet yet, you know. That's because it went out the window, Inspector. Out the window? How do you know? What other answer can there be? We've searched every inch of this room and found no trace. The window was open when we entered, so... So, so it went out the window. Hmm. That means that Emerson must have been standing in line with the window when the shot was fired. I still don't see... Never mind, Inspector. Now, suppose we go and have a talk with our suspects. One or two more questions, a little stratagem... You're able assistance in a plan I have, and I think we'll be able to corral our murderer. Is that you, Kent? Yes, Tony. Are they still in there? Yes, but I can't hear anything. You think they'll find the other bullet? I don't know. I suppose so. See if there is another bullet. Kent, there's something I want to tell you. Huh? I did hear the shot fired, Kent. I wasn't on the second floor. I was right outside the door of the bedroom. It couldn't have been. There wasn't time. There was time, Kent. Listen, I was down on the second floor when the first shot was fired. I didn't hear it. No one did but Ralph. Now, wait a minute, honey. I couldn't... No, Kent. Let me go on. I came up here and was just about to enter the living room when the second shot was fired. You couldn't have been. Don't you see you couldn't? Ralph came into the living room before you did. Cora. Yes, Kent? You're lying. Deliberately. Why? Oh, Kent, don't you see why? Can't you understand that I'm trying to... Sorry to keep you folks waiting so long, but we were... Oh, oh something wrong here? No, no, everything's all right, Mr. Drake. Where's Dexter? He went back to his room. Oh, he did. 
He's got a nerve. Now, I've had I a I don't to... think we've anything to worry about, Inspector. Dexter will be around when we want him. Right now, I think we'd better listen to what Mrs. Emerson and Leslie have to say. What we have to say? What do you mean? Haven't you something to tell us, Leslie? No, we've told you everything we know. Have you? How about you, Mrs. Emerson? I... Oh, what's the use? You're bound to find out sooner or later, and then I suppose it will be worse. Be careful, Carl. You're right, Mrs. Emerson. If you're hiding something and we find out later, it will be worse. All right. Kent and I are in love. Good night. Is that all? Is that all? Well, to us, that's rather important, Inspector Danton. Well, to me, it's a lot of... <laughs> Inspector. Huh? The Inspector and I guessed that you and Leslie were in love some time ago, Mrs. Emerson. You... You knew? Yes, the fact that your husband's secretary addressed you by your first name, plus the fact that you were so little disturbed by Emerson's death was ample evidence. I see. Oh, but you must believe that there was nothing sordid about our regard for each other. Alfred knew. He was quite willing to give me a divorce. But we decided to wait until after the election. Everything just hunky-dory with all parties concerned, eh? Nope, I'm not buying that. I've heard that routine several times before. But it's true, Inspector Danton. Every word is true. Sure, sure. It's also true that it gives you and your boyfriend here a motive for murder. But yes. how about putting that excellent plan of yours into execution and get this over with? Or are we running an advice to the Lovelorn Bureau? <laughs> Inspector, your sarcasm is a stimulant. Yeah. Is Clancy still on guard out in the hall? He is, unless he's fallen asleep. I wouldn't blame him if he did. This is about the Splendid. dullest. I'd like to talk to Quancy a minute, and then the four of us can call on Mr. Dexter in his room and enact the final drama, right? <laughs> May we come in, Dexter? Oh, please do. Well, now that we're all together again, sit down and make yourselves comfortable. I'm standing. This isn't any tea party, you know. Oh, suit yourself, Inspector. Well, Drake, I suppose this is the big moment. You're going to identify the murderer of Albert Emerson. Not hmm? quite, Dexter. The murderer is going to identify himself. Hmm, that'll be a good trick if it works. Well, tell us about it. First, let me tell you what happened this evening. Do you mind? No, no, I'd like to hear your version of it. His version will be right. You can bet your boots on that, mister. Thank you, Inspector. When Emerson got up to his room after leaving the concert, the murderer was waiting for him. He was in the bedroom. Emerson didn't see him at first. He walked over to the window, opened it to get a breath of air. While he was standing there, the murderer shot him. And a bullet went through his head and out the window, eh? That's it exactly, Inspector. Well, that sounds simple enough. And then what happened? It was simple, Dexter. The murderer then carried Emerson's body to the bed and arranged it so that it would appear he had fallen. And at this moment, the murderer heard someone come into the living room. Right so far, Drake. It was I. I heard the shot and came running down. It couldn't have been you, Dexter. It was I. It's your turn to claim it as you, lady. Go ahead, Bart. The murderer then shot a second bullet through the closet door. Why? So that it would appear that Emerson had shot himself while standing near the bed. And so that the person who was in the living room would hear the shot and discover Emerson lying on the bed, thereby making it appear to be suicide. Then there were two shots. I did hear one. You couldn't help but hear it, lady, if you fired it. If I fired it? Cora couldn't have fired it. I know. Oh, you do? What happened then, Bart? Then, Inspector, the murderer hastily wiped off his fingerprints and went into the hall from the bedroom and entered the living room. Sort of a merry-go-round deal, eh? Get to the point, Drake. Who was this murderer? Under the circumstances, Dexter, I'll have to ask you to... What was that? What was it? It was a shot. Clancy must be in trouble. Come on, Bart. Right you are. Either that or we've made a mistake and our murderer is at large. Which way did the shot come from, anyway? Down this way, I think. 
How about it, Dexter? In which room was that shot fired? Well, how should I know? I'm not a mind reader. You're the detective. You see, Dexter, the murderer did identify himself, didn't he? Oh, you're pretty smart, Drake. Now let's see if you're smart enough to figure this one out. Ah, Look out back! I'm ready for him, Inspector. Ah, ah. That they're playing now. Beethoven's fifth, Inspector. Doesn't that band know any other number? They were playing Beethoven's fifth when they left. This crowd must be curtains for punishment if they want to hear it twice. They're not hearing it twice, Inspector. This is the last movement we're hearing now. The last move. Do you mean the same number has been going on all this time? Yes, that's right, Inspector. Holy smoke. That fellow Beethoven must have worked nights to turn out stuff that long. Uh... By the way, Ralph Dexter was a lumber dealer, wasn't he? Yes, he certainly was, Inspector. That's why he knew about the bullet going through the closet door. He had to advance the murder theory because he was afraid that someone else might remember that the speed of the bullet would be retarded. Uh-huh. And the reason he wanted his son-in-law to get the political appointment was because the kid had thrown a lot of business his way, eh? That's right, Inspector. Apparently, he and Emerson quarreled, and he shot him in a fit of anger. <laughs> You know, that was pretty cute, the way you made Dexter show his hand. Oh, thank you, Inspector. You remember when we first questioned Dexter? He said he was sitting in his room when he heard the shot. And he came directly to Emerson's room. So he said. Mm-hmm. But Dexter was quartered some distance down the hall, and I wondered how he knew where Emerson's room was located and how he knew that the shot came from that room. Yes, sir. Pretty cute. When Clancy shot off his gun, Dexter didn't know where the shot came from any more than anyone else. The trouble with Dexter was, he didn't know that... Mystery is my hobby. enjoyed this latest Uncle Eric Presents episode. Stay tuned for the next exciting episode. Please check back often and make sure to subscribe to my podcast so you won't miss the new exciting episodes. In the meantime, scroll up or down to find other exciting episodes to listen to. Don't forget to visit UncleEric.com to see and listen to all the program categories and episodes. There are also hundreds of the old classic crime and detective television show episodes you can watch as well. They're a hoot to watch. That's Uncle Eric. Com. If you like this episode, please consider buying Uncle Eric a cup of coffee at the support link below. Thanks a million. Thanks for stopping by. Bye-bye for now. <laughs>